comic for flagship. Hey everyone, welcome back to Comic Book Logic. This is Thor 2. Actually, not Thor 2, just Thor colon the Dark World. Thor 2 colon the Secret of the Ooze. (laughs) Thor's colon the Dark Hole. (laughs) Oh. Oh. See? I just took it there. It all goes back to poop jokes. (laughs) Especially for me. Okay, um, the sequel to... The wonderful movie Thor. The, this is the one that Kevin and I were dreading. Just like, yeah, we gotta watch another Thor movie. <laughs> I, why is there a second one? Why the the first even... one was so bad. Oh, man. Okay, uh, so we're gonna start off this... Uh, well, first of all, I'm Joe, your host Joe, and with me as always is my co-host, Kevin. Hello. Um, we're gonna start this one off like we do everyone, uh, asking about what you know about Thor, about the characters from this Thor. Did you know anything about... The Dark Elves, Male Kith, anything like that? Oh, oh good lord, no. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, I, this this was this was just like, oh, okay, Who who's the Thor from the first movie? Who is he, who's he going to... Who's he got to beat up? Who's he got to punch this time? Yeah. Oh, what did guy. you What did you know about Chris O'Dowd before you went into this movie? Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> um, so technically, uh, this, this movie actually... Leaned a little heavier on Norse mythology than the previous one. Um, Melkith is actually not technically a character from Norse mythology, but he's a dark elf and dark elves. The Svartalhelm, I believe, are the, the from the the land Svartalhelm Heim, which is one of the branches in the World Tree Yggdrasil. Sure, Yggdrasil. I don't know how to pronounce any of these things. No, there's, there's, we're gonna just fumble our way through all. Yeah, of there's that. weird vowels that there shouldn't be. Y is consistently treated as a vowel, not sometimes like in English. Yeah, yeah, as we all know, A E I O U, and sometimes Y. Yeah, it's never really a good sign for the rules of a language when one of the rules includes and sometimes. I know my favorite is I before E, except after C, or in every word in the English language. <laughs> 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 Unless it's German. Uh, but yes, there, there actually are the Dark Elves in Norse mythology. Also, you actually have um, o- a couple people from Odin's uh, past, including his father, Bor, showing up. Bor. Bor, as played by Tony Karan. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, from the great episode of Doctor Who, where he played Vincent van Gogh. Uh, also, you we also have... But he's, he's actually from uh, the actual comics... He actually showed up in uh, a Walt Simonson run, uh, Thor 344 to 349, which is one of my favorite runs of Thor of all time. I, I'm a I'm a Thor whore mm. in a lot of ways, especially Walt Simonson Thor, which kind of made me happy when I saw this. I'm like, ooh, this is this is yeah. from Thor that I like. Well, I'm sure it's really compelling when you get that story arc that includes Thor's grandpa. <laughs> hey. A visit from Thor's grandpa. You know what the nice, the cool thing about Thor. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing with that hammer? 
Uh, you want a, a quarter? Is that, is that your grandpa jokes? That's my that's my grandpa. Yeah, that's what Thor's grandpa's like. Yeah, real grandpas are much more racist. <laughs> Not those dark elves <laughs> coming in my neighborhood. Uh, no, actually, whenever you get to like a mythology and then you get to like the grandpa, that's when you always get weird stuff. Like Zeus's grandpa just ate people. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, just for the hell of it. Yeah, and uh, like. Thor's grandpa probably just killed a bunch of people. That's what always happened in Norse mythology. If you didn't kill people, you were considered an outcast in Norse mythology. The other, only other thing that kind of comic booky from this movie that's worth mentioning was uh, Algrim the Strong was in this in this movie as well. That was played by the the wonderful black actor that I cannot pronounce his name for the oh, life of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm yeah. not even going to attempt uh-huh. it. Uh, yeah. Just because I think that would be far, far, far more yeah, offensive than anything. I, I recognized him from when I saw the, the, the post credits. I didn't actually catch him in the movie yeah. um, because I think he was heavily made up or he was in a, yeah. a monster outfit of well, some sort. Well, that's the thing is in the comic. It's actually they did like a nod to the comics in this movie, which is kind of odd. Is that he, From Lost. Yes. Dude uh, from Lost. Yeah, Mr. Echo. And Game of Thrones fairly recently. Oh, yeah, he was, he a, wasn't uh, Yeah, this yeah, past season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually kind of appropriate. Um, so, But he shows up in the movie, and he turns into the big rock lava monster. Yes. <laughs> rock monster! It wasn't a rock. <laughs> it was it a, was a rock, rock monster! Oh, that would have made this movie so much better. Yeah. Um... He actually does turn into the monster, a rock lava monster named Curse in the comics as well. So it's ah. a weird little nod. Not in any way of the same. In the comics, he the character transformed into Curse in Secret Wars number two. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was dropped into lava and thought, and though he survived, he was critically wounded. The Beyonder transformed Algrim into the monstrous Curse, who seemingly <laughs> kills Malekith for the betrayal. Ah. Yes. Well, Curse your inevitable betrayal. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good when you fall into lava and then <sighs> don't die, yeah. and then they just turn you into a lava monster. You'd be surprised how much lava is in pop culture. You know, I've never seen lava in my entire life. Never, you know, it, but yet lava... I don't think I ever will. I think the last, like, six movies I've watched have all had lava as somewhat of a plot point to it. You know what else I thought was going to be a lot bigger deal than uh, than it actually turned out to be, like, when I was a kid? Uh, was quicksand. Yeah. No, but for sure there was going to be quicksand just everywhere. No just, quicksand. Just, always got to watch out. Just, you could be standing there and then suddenly, oh, oh, this is actually quicksand. I'm sinking. You know, there is, no. there's quicksand in Illinois. Yeah, I did. I didn't know. I went to a at, a at a camp one time, and it said you gotta be careful out there in the marshes. There's quicksand. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's real? <laughs> I thought that was just something kind of as a plot device on Gilligan's Island. No, no, <laughs> no. Pitfall was a documentary.
All right, so our recap of the Marvel movie. Recap. Thor colon the Dark World. Thor colon the Desolation of Smaug. Uh, Kevin's going to be doing the recap on I, this one. I'm going to try to recap, so, so you know. I will add my two cents in where necessary. Yeah, and, and correct me, because, of course, I have a lot of things where, you know, something will happen on the screen, uh, and I'll, I'll jot it down, but I don't actually know why something's happening. And then uh, I just put down, you know, that something happens for reasons. And then if you want to spell those reasons out, you're usually better at the, the plot of these movies than I am. <laughs> Uh, so we open up all Lord it of the began Rings with style. the forging of the one ring. <laughs> <laughs> we open up all Lord of the Rings style. Well, uh, with it a nice began prologue. with the forging of the great rings. Sorry, that was my note. <laughs> with with Odin, and he's talking about the ether and the dark elves, and it was an, an ancient force of infinite destruction. My pappy <laughs> was the one who <laughs> defeated all the elves. Uh, so we get our big Lord of the Rings style war, the, the lava monster you mentioned. The war of the lava monster. Malekith, and they got laser swords, and uh, Malekith, of course, ninth doctor, Chris Eccleston. Shows up, doesn't say anything in English. No, full soccer hooligan garb. <laughs> I think that's Manchester United's new uniform, to be fair. <laughs> His big bad dark elf. Uh we're not entirely sure why they're fighting. They're fighting because that's what you do. They're dark elves. They're evil. They want everything to be darkness. They, well, they were they were from before there was light. Sure. And so they want to make everything back to before it was light. Which seems fair. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're obviously not conditioned well no. to handle this whole light thing. So they're just like, you know, if we can just have some darkness, then we could get, you know, some stuff done. But everybody else says, no, we have to have a war about it. <laughs> uh, you know, Malekith is going to use the ether thing, which is this evil weapon. Uh, only he, I don't know, loses it. It gets taken away. It gets taken away from him. It gets taken he away. Bad, bad, bad Ye dark elf. Yoink. They yeah. yoinked it away, and he uh, sacrificed all of his soldiers and took off in a spaceship because that's what you do. Uh, to go into hiding for long enough for everybody to forget about it. Mm -hmm. Which is what always happens. Uh, they decide to they, they, instead of destroying the ether, they're going to bury it deep. Yes. Yeah. Because that little innuendo there that works. Well, uh, it's the dark world. Sure. So anyway, we jump to Loki, everyone's favorite character from this movie. Um, in chains, he's being uh, led before the thrones. So this is post Avengers. Post Avengers, where yeah. He's in trouble for all that trying to blow up New York with. <laughs> Space whales and aliens riding around on things. <laughs> All that business. He's in trouble for it. So, uh, you know, he's going to get ready to go to jail. And then Thor is supposed to get ready to take over the throne. And yeah. he's off basically fighting random battles with his friends. He's fighting the rock monsters from Saturn. <laughs> in the nine no, realms. I'm, I'm, I'm not joking. Is that what that was? Those were rock men from Saturn. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Sort of a little funny scene. You get that funny kind of, it's going to be a big battle. And of course, he just hits him with the hammer yeah. and he blows up you, the You know what I'm glad about? I'm glad that this movie uh, had less characters than the, oh, wait. No, it didn't. It introduced more characters. <laughs> it introduced more characters, but and we can talk about this later, but I, I did feel like it, it did a better job of reigning in all of those characters. I never yeah. felt like 
you know, like there were still some unnecessary characters, but I never really felt like I, I was just being inundated with all of these plots and dialogue that yeah. it, it was fairly tight. I mean, it, it clocked in under uh, under two hours, so I was thankful for that. Yeah. No, uh, just barely, but <laughs> yeah. they it, it it literally goes to a scene of like Hercules the Legendary Journeys where he's fighting the monster. <laughs> yes, we're not quite in the scene where he's fighting a monster in a rubber suit, but he's he's this is when they still had a little CG money. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fighting the guy in a rubber suit. That's going on in in Vanaheim. Yes, which is in Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that's part of his job. He's he's going around. He fights the rock monster, uh, and everything seems alright. They're having a a, a a a big feast afterwards. They've restored peace to the nine realms. Those being the the, yeah. the planets, including Pluto, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They may uh, they still recognize yeah. Pluto, yeah. but it's okay. <laughs> Odin recognizes Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Uh, so we, after we spent a lot of time in Rivendell, we cut back to London. Well, well, Thor is, he's, even though he's celebrating, he's, he's, goes back to. He's a little moody. He goes to hang out with Luther and see what's going on on Earth. Yeah. He wants to know, he's just, what's going on over there? Yeah. Let's, 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 let's hang out. Let's talk. Hey, one of the greatest actors of our generation. Nice <laughs> side character. You'd care to show me what's going on with Natalie Portman? <laughs> Please take off your enormous gold hat. <laughs> no, we all know in, in Asgard, the bigger the hat, the more important you are. <laughs> yeah, but Thor doesn't even wear a hat. That's, you he know, should get himself a hat. He's a rebel. Oh. It's like no big hat for Thor. Rebel without a hat. <laughs> uh, so uh, we find out that in London, Natalie Portman is on a date with Chris O'Dowd, the resident Englishman. It's not going well. It's Perhaps not he going should well. try turning it on and off again. <laughs> There you go. Thank you. <laughs> she's uh, she's missing Thor. He's not even but, Englishman. He's Irish. <laughs> you know. Oh well, that's okay. I'll allow it. Yeah. I'll allow the thing. I she's said. in she's in England for reasons. Yeah, just trying to get just trying to get over Thor. Yeah, went to England to do that. Yeah. Uh, not obvious why. Um, she's she's trying to move on, you know. And then of course, intro inter, Cat Denning. Hey. Everyone's favorite. You non- know, 12th character from yeah. this show, from this movie. <laughs> from the show. <laughs> from, from, the, from the Thor program. Yes. <laughs> Can I change the channel, please? That else is on. <laughs> uh, she shows up. She's got a piece of technology. It's doing blinky, blinky things. It's acting weird. And she says, we got to go. Um, she leaves in the middle yeah. of her date after saying sea bass a bunch of times. <laughs> and then they're going to go off to uh oh and we meet an intern because of course we needed another character. character well that's the great thing is like when i was watching the movie it was like hey uh i think i can't remember his name he's he's the asian karate guy of the warriors three yeah, yeah. I've, 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 hogan i think his name is but he's like you stay here since this is your world and you take care of things I'm like oh great they're eliminating characters oh <laughs> here's uh, another new character, character to replace him yeah. immediately yeah. Uh, the intern. His name is Ian, but I'll just hereafter refer to him as intern. Yes. Okay. We don't need to care about him at all. We also find out, meanwhile, that Stellan Skarsgård is yeah. running around Stonehenge naked. Well, he was filming Nymphomaniac Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> 
I threw that joke in there for you. <laughs> I, I appreciated that joke. That yeah. that was a big thing. We we yeah yeah. Do we? Because <laughs> you know what, this podcast needs more Lars von Trier. <laughs> That's true. Lars von Trier uh, might be in for Thor three. So <laughs> oh my we'll god, see how that, that would goes. Be so good. <laughs> Finally, get to see everyone's junk. <laughs> That's actually what it's called. Thor 3, colon, <laughs> everyone's junk. junk. <laughs> the title alone is better than this entire movie. <laughs> uh, so the gizmo points them to some warehouse. Yeah. They go to the warehouse. So it was really super convenient that they were in London. Yeah. Um, for those reasons, whatever those reasons were. Yeah. Um, they get to the warehouse. There's some kids there. Yeah. Just children. Street urchins. 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 It's like urchins, which is orphans and urchins combined. Uh, Apparently, they were learning how to steal for Fagin. Because and... <laughs> London littered with street urchins. They were just about to break into song when they realized <laughs> that, that the, the truck, truck was floating, is floating and yeah. spinning around, and that's weird. Um, they also discover portals, yeah. which is nice. There's, there's thinking of portals. There's some portals around. Um, you know the uh, the oh uh, and yeah the portals. Um, you can drop things into the portals, the shoes and yeah. the keys and all this stuff. Sometimes it comes back, sometimes Some it doesn't. doesn't yeah. And then she gets knocked into some kind of a portal, and she sees the the floaty the ether, floaty thing, which we know is the ether. She doesn't know what it is, no. and then she passes out. Yeah, yeah, because why not? Because the ether is actually Rufalin. <laughs> then we get to it see spaceships. Put, it was put there by. I, I'm not gonna make a Bill you're Cosby not gonna, joke. You're no. not gonna say. No, I'm not gonna make Bill, Bill Cosby's <laughs> ether. <laughs> With the ether and it knocks the girls out. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you do is you knock her into the portal. And inside the portal is the ether. And then she falls asleep, and then you go. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. I wish I could make the Bill Cosby face on a podcast, but I can't. <laughs> Just assume it's happening. <laughs> Uh, so then we get to see spaceships. Malekith wakes up because the ether made him wake up. I, I think that the ether was tied to his iPhone. So like when the ether was awoken, <laughs> he got an alert. He got an alert. Yeah. Remind me when. It's, it's got Bluetooth hookup to his phone to a spaceship. Yeah. That makes That's, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And then he, then he activated find my ether. Find my ether. <laughs> and then GPS was there, and then off he went. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he starts talking about this thing called the convergence, yes. which is all we'll hear about for the next hour and a half. Convergence, <laughs> baby, convergence. Uh, so anyway, we cut back to Asgard. That's when yeah. you know we get to cut. We get to see Luther and Thor hanging out, and they're 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 talking about Earth and everything. And then he realizes just at that moment, he can't see Jane anymore. And mm -hmm. that's presumably because she went through the portal, yeah. and now she's getting sort of covered and absorbed. <laughs> yeah. The ether is getting inside of her, and it's I like guess. Bill Cosby. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. That is a dark world. <laughs> um, you don't want to go there. And then she wakes up back in the warehouse, and yeah. she goes outside, and Kat Dennings called the police because she was actually gone for five hours. <laughs> the police show up, and it's literally yeah. every stereotypical, like, what's all he saying? <laughs> right, the constable with the yeah. handlebar mustache exactly. comes waving a baton. 
He just bonks the intern guy <laughs> over the head. Well, he starts chasing the intern, and then the Benny Hill music starts playing. <laughs> right. and they go through the portals and pop their heads out. And... <laughs> that was the end of this movie. He the escaped, end of this movie. He escapes yeah. by cross-dressing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the end of this movie was a Benny Hill sketch. And I wanted... Woo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. It's like, like an episode of F Troop all of a sudden. <laughs> We're getting all of the old TV shows. Uh, but then Thor shows up. Yeah. Yay. Thor shows up because he's concerned. And, uh, you know, and it's raining, but not on them. And I don't know if that's well, it, Thor's power is to be in him, have invisible umbrellas. I, I That part I thought was unclear uh, yeah. whether or not he was doing that or not. Yeah. But I guess he controls the weather. That's yeah. handy. Uh, and then the uh, the cops try to arrest her. But then when she gets touched, we, we big yeah. explosion well, yeah. of things. We realize that. Something's going on. Something actually, is amiss. Yeah, before he actually went to Natalie Portman, he uh, he showed up at Kieran Knightley's house. And he's like, oh, Jane, you're safe. And she's like, what? And he goes, oh, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Just like everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Jane. Uh, yeah, so then they get, uh, she flies, uh, away with Thor to Asgard. Because Thor realizes something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Off we go. It's called to, the plot. That's what's wrong. To Rivendell. I mean Asgard. <laughs> so the Asgard doctors, they take yeah. a look at her. They, they they don't know what's wrong. If that's Asgard. That's what you get for socialized healthcare. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, she, right. She had to wait six months to yeah. see those doctors. Yeah. Uh, and if, if she was in America, well, let's just hope she had insurance. Yeah, ether. Yeah. <laughs> Your medical insurance doesn't cover ether. Yeah. We, we, we think the ether was a pre existing condition. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, which, so, all right. Here, here was something that I thought was funny. Uh, o- Odin comes and he's all mad because, Odin! because Thor brought Jane uh, because she shouldn't be there because she's immortal. Yeah. Right? Um, earlier in the movie, Odin is talking to Loki, and Loki's talking about how he wanted to rule, could have ruled Earth like a god. And Odin's like, "We're not gods; we die just like them, <laughs> which makes them mortal." Which is what? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, 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 I noticed that as well. It's just it's, of all the things that make no sense in that move in this movie, that's really not even in the top ten. But it's just one of those things that kind of happened to annoy me in the moment. Yeah, because I was like, just I mean, if you're gonna be grouchy about stuff, that's fine, but don't don't bring her here. Don't don't hide behind stuff that you literally just said the opposite of. She was in Mars Attacks. <laughs> wow. I will not have the star of where the heart is in my Rivendell. <laughs> Rivendell. <laughs> Father, she was in Black Swan. It was the one good movie she made in the last 12 years. <laughs> wow. I like to best in the professional. Um, that was a really long time ago, Odin. Um, <laughs> well, I am immortal mortal. But then uh, he figures out, he sees what's going on with yeah. her, and he realizes it might be this ether thing, so we have to have more of his lengthy exposition. <laughs> it could be great if it's like, oh, shit, you touched the ether? <laughs> Why did you bring her here? She's an ether addict. <laughs> She's off in it. Don't bring this into my realm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's obviously not vaccinated against it. She's one of those. Um, 
Yeah, so they don't, of course, know how to get it out of her. No. Apparently, it can't be taken out of her. No. Of course, it can later yeah. for reasons. But for now, it can't be taken out of her. No. Right? So, but of course, uh, the Find My Ether app, it mm. leads... Malekith and all of his armies yeah. straight to Jane, who of course now is in the throne room. So we get a big Star Warsy space battle right in the middle of our Lord of the Rings movie. We get a Star Wars space battle. Uh, yeah, some impressive kind of flying around and zapping yeah. and shooty shooty and exploding columns and things of that nature. Um, the sort of the kamikaze kind of uh, uh, dark elf. Baddies. Oh shit, dark elves. Yeah, <laughs> that that you know that that was uh that was sort of fun to watch. Um, <laughs> sort Thor, of. And, Thor, Thor and Jane walking around Rivendell. Yeah. Um, more walking. More walking, walking and talking. So yeah, then we get the buzzing around, and uh, oh, and I left out the part where we get a new lava monster. Happened a little bit earlier. In a, you know, Malakas. Right <laughs> he he he. Puts a bomb, I guess, inside of one of his guys, it's and like, then that's going to turn him into, into the lava, lava monster. monster. Yeah. So he's in, I guess, prison, and then he transforms into a guy in a rubber suit, and he punches some things, and he kills some guys, but he leaves Loki alone. Although yeah. Loki gives him gives him a little heads up as to where to go. So you know there was that moment, but yeah, and then but then the 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 big issue happens where Malekith kills uh Thor's mom. Frigga. Yes. And and right. In like a scene where it's like, "Oh, you kill off the least useful person in the cast." Like <laughs> like she was I well, she gets to she's almost ready. She she almost just about kicks his ass. Yeah. But then the the rubber suit monster comes yeah. and and well, it's like it's Thor's breaks mom. Up the fight. Expendaba. <laughs> Oh, Rene Russo, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> Except for Lethal Weapon 3. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then Thor, of course. But it's a good, but but then that allows us to see a, a Viking funeral. Yes, it's true. He so. shoots the bow with the fire. Yeah. Yeah. First try. Really uh, impressive. Yeah. Unlike uh, Edmund Tully. So, um, Thor wants to take Jane to the Dark World so that he can kind of use her as bait. Which, yeah. you know, is what you do. Um, That's what I called my second date. <laughs> Malekith can take the ether out. He assumes that he can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, rightly, of course, he assumes. Um, and he says at that moment that it will be vulnerable, I guess, and he will be able to fight him. Yeah, and he'll be able to catch the ether in a butterfly net. In a believe, butterfly I net. I believe that was his... Put it in a put it in a bottle. Yeah, like a mason jar, maybe. <laughs> Just he's sealed up. Put a, punch a couple holes in there for air. Right. Let it breathe. Let it breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's and then they so but Odin says no. Odin says this is too dangerous. He this, said we'll we'll just go to go ahead and fight him. Yeah, we'll just have a war because yeah. that's you know that's what you that's do. Easier. Yeah, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a really brief scene where Skarsgård is still crazy, yeah. and he's explaining to a room full of mm-hmm. other crazy people, including Stanley, that. He can. There's a convergence happening, and he's got the thingies to save the day. Yeah. But of course, he's super crazy yeah. because of the events in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't really not crazy before that. No. So. Yeah, but uh, but that's so like Darcy 
can't figure out what, where Jane is or what's going on, so she goes to get Eric, who she sees on TV running around naked on, on Stonehenge. Yes. Filming Nymphomaniac they, 2. Right. Yeah. They, 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 they break him out. Yeah. Uh, so Thor is going to just go ahead with his plan. He's like, that's that's okay. We're, we're going to go ahead and get Jane, uh, him and his friends, uh, wall of names, I'm yeah. assuming. And, and actually- Including prob- Blonde Chuck. Blonde Chuck. <laughs> Who took over for the other part? Um, I, actually, th- that scene is probably the best scene in the movie. It's fun, which is sure. sad. Well, the action um, scenes are all generally pretty fun. I thought. Yeah. Um, but this one's great. I mean, you get to go and have interactions with each character, mm-hmm. and they get to have their little moment. And he breaks out Loki, who's the only one who's going to be able to help him. Right, because they're, they're not going to be able yeah. to get out any of the traditional ways. Yeah. Some of it was destroyed, and some of it they just, I don't know, can't. And so he knows a secret way to get conveniently to the one place that they want to go. Platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> and he can take them there but of course he's he's got to get him out of there yeah and every character looks at looks at loki he's like if you hurt him right yeah (laughs) it's like they're all like that angry boyfriend the angry like friend who is like friend zoned boy who goes up to like the the football guy like if you hurt her yeah yeah I'll, i'll kick your ass like easy there ducky um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so they they do a, a pretty fun escape scene mm-hmm. using a flying boat. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and this is where we get the we get probably the most entertaining material in the movie is really all the stuff between Thor and Loki. Yeah, like their banter, kind of back and forth. They have enough to sort of fuel. Um, it's probably the most fully realized relationship in this movie <laughs> it's, it's very true you know and it's it, it's got they've got a lot to draw on and everybody likes watching hiddleston yeah uh, work and even uh hemsworth is is yeah he's watchable he's fun to watch as that character it, it really makes up for the fact that that thor is he's easily the most two-dimensional character in the whole friggin thing marvel so universe <laughs> you know it, yeah. it's just him saying things with a hammer uh, with a hammer. Well, yeah. actually, the 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 good one. He's when he's trying to fly the 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 ship. Yeah, that's like where he's like, what's who says you could fly? I'm the only one of us who could actually fly. <laughs> right. It's, it, right. There, like, holy a lot shit! Of funny Thor stuff. has a sense of humor. <laughs> there, right. There's a lot of funny stuff in, in those kind yeah. of scenes, the back and forth, and he pushes them out of the ship, and there's a lot of that, and and, and it's, it's 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 good fun. Um. We also get to see they we they cut back to our Earth people and we get to see more stuff with the portals. Nothing yeah. really engaging happens. The convergence there. is happening in Greenwich. <laughs> in Greenwich, yeah. Why not? I love that scene though, where Eric is like trying to show that like the ancients showed us. He like shows like you're just writing on a map. <laughs> this is it's the greatest leap. I since I don't know how. I, it's just one of those things, a movie thing, where everyone's just like, we're supposed to accept this, like, but, but it's like, like all those lines could have like lined up anywhere. It could have been like Harvey, Illinois. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's like what? No. Yeah, just because he ha- just because that happens to be how the map is it's currently drawn. drawn. <laughs> yeah, that's the convergence. That's where the convergence is. Yeah, yeah. It could it could have started like from in Chicago land. Where's the convergence happening? It's happening over at the intersection of when uh, two ninety turns into uh, three fifty five. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's just where it happens to hold out. <laughs> about 15 minutes it's away. About 15 minutes away. <laughs> Everything is 15 minutes away in Chicago, as we know. 
Uh, so we find ourselves, in, our heroes are in the titular dark world. Yes. It's not as dark as he kind of expected it to no. be, but it's, but it's dark. I mean, it's, it's, it's darkish. darkish. Yeah. It's darkish. It's a lot of red lighting. Yeah, you know it's 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 okay. Because um, if it was really the dark world, it would have been great if they go to the dark world. It's just black screen. And you just hear like people like <laughs> bumping into bumping. things. Can't, can't see anything. Did you bring the night Ow. vision goggles? No. Ow. What are those? Well, we wouldn't be able to use night vision because if there's no light frequency, they wouldn't be able to use them. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, they'd have to bring some sort of light source. Yeah. So they do, and it's magic. <laughs> uh, I just, I'll just, I'll just assume that's what it was. And then fight, fight, fight. <clears throat> yeah. Well, of course we get, we get, we we think for the moment that Loki is actually betraying Thor. Thor. Yeah. He stabs him, and then he cuts off his hammer in hand. Yeah. Which is which is no good. It's yeah. no bueno. It's like in every Marvel movie that's happened so far. It's like yeah. it's, someone gets their hand cut off. Yeah, that's right. It's that's the whole the weird Star Wars thing yeah, it's, that's happening yeah. right now. And so that's a way of sort of briefly earning maybe Malekith's trust. And then uh, River Monster says, you know, recognizes him from the, he's, oh, he was a prisoner. So, of course, that yeah. helps his credibility oh, yeah. as well. But it was all a ruse, and it's he doesn't, didn't actually cut off his hand. And, no. Uh, they go ahead with their plan, which, of course, fails. And <laughs> the bad guy gets a hold of the weapon that apparently is supposed to destroy, have the power to destroy the entire universe. Yes. For, you know, we just take that at for face reasons, value. For yeah. Except that when he uses it against Thor, I mean, he just kind of, yeah. he kind of bruises like his face. I think, <laughs> Ow! He, I think he gets a cut, <laughs> maybe on his eye. Yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah. just, it's like, okay, so I mean, he's he's Thor and he's godlike and his superpowers. But at the, and at this point in the movie, everyone watching is going, looking at their watches, going, yeah. "This is still going on." Well, that's actually the moment when I, I thought that I, it was almost over. I was getting ready to go out, and I said, no, 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 just, just give me a few more minutes. I think this is almost over. And that's when I looked at the display and realized we had like 40 minutes left. So yeah. uh, fortunately for us, the recap will pretty much just wind up pretty quickly from here because not a whole lot else happens. No. Um, bad guys escape. We think Loki's dead. Um, he seems to die, as far as we can tell. And, uh, you know, the baddies escape, and they seem like they're pretty much stuck there, only they realize that they happen to stumble upon, because Jane gets a phone call, which is super weird. She, They happen to stumble on the portals. other side yeah. of the portals, where all the... Thor asks why there are so many shoes, yeah. which is which is funny little sort of throwback, um, or callback, rather, to... Uh, Oh, to the give me your shoe thing. <laughs> By Odin's beard, these are old school Jordans. <laughs> uh, so they're able to just get out and then take the car. Yeah. Because the intern threw the keys in there. And then they uh, head on off to, let's see, where are we? We got, we got Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, she hooks back up with her people and they figure out yeah. what's happening. They all have to get to Greenwich. And then the bad guys are headed for Greenwich. And then we have our big punchy... Marvel movie finale, finale in Greenwich during the day. The flying around with portals. It's a lot of wackiness. There's jets. There's monsters. A big monster shows up yeah. and jumps around and eats some people. Yeah. Not sure what that was or whatever, but, you know, why not? 
That's actually the current prime minister of England. I'm just assuming. <laughs> Is that who that was? Yes. Jumps out of Downing Street <laughs> and just starts, starts eating well, everyone. From, from all the from all the British fans of Game Classy, I, I've just learned that he really does just eat children. So, oh, yeah, good, yeah, good deal. Yeah, so it's just basically from here, it's just Thor punching and hammering. Um, the bad guys using their, li- you know, when when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a dark elf. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. There's the, lasers and there's stuff, and eventually they're We defeated. get a lot of action knob turning. <laughs> action knob turning. <laughs> Just like, <sighs> Dark elves now with action knobs. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that's from the uh, the, the portal yeah. things that they create. Right. That's, that's uh, you know, it's like, it's like when you're watching, like, a thriller like like a cyber thriller of some sort and, and it's hacking. just a lot of people like you're trying to make it look like it's this really intense scene and it's somebody typing for like 10 minutes yeah. and you're like this is not I do this for hours a day this is not compelling but for some reason they <laughs> try to frame it and play music to be like oh he's typing fast this is like he's turning dials on a little doodad action googling yeah making characters yeah. <laughs> wipe <laughs> <laughs> wipe away star wipe yeah yeah i was you know i and mean then, i guess yeah. and then thor beats the baddies yeah they, right they get thor the, wins yeah. they, you know everything's fine yeah they, they, they get the ether and they take it to uh benicio del toro <laughs> right well so yeah so that's well, it our... turns out it turns out that the ether is an infinity stone Oh, okay. Yeah, and that they give it to the collector because they already have an Infinity Stone in... <laughs> they don't need another one. Asgard, and they don't want two real close together, so they just give it to Benicio Del Toro because yeah. he was in Snatch. So that's, our, that's our post-credits, but of course, oh. right before that, we have we have the one more scene where, where, where Thor goes back up to tell Odin that he's... He he, oh. he he didn't want to be king anymore. He's gonna he's gonna go be his own man, which means he's he, he just wants to, to sleep with Natalie Portman. Yeah. Um But I mean he just yeah, yeah I mean it's it's, yeah. it's it's all understandable. That, I think that was Odin's like reaction was like <laughs> I get it. I, I ain't happy, but I get it. <laughs> um and so he just you know, and he says, Loki died a hero and, and then he leaves and he says, Okay, but 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 we find out that wasn't Odin. No. It was Loki. It was Loki. Pretending. Where was Odin at this point? Yeah, yeah I just wondered. My wife saw the ending with me, and she was just like, so what did he do to Odin? And I was like, I don't think he did anything. He was probably just in the bathroom. Like, no. I don't. Odin's like taking a, taking a big crap. <laughs> right. Odin crap. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, hears himself talking. He hears the conversation. He's like, is that, are they in the throne room? Is that? That sounds like me. Why does it sound like me? He's like, I need a few more minutes. What's going on out there? What's going on out there? What are you doing? Is that, is that Loki? What is that? Yes. <laughs> and Thor flies so, away. So that's our that's our first post credit scene. Yeah. Is, is is Benicio del Toro's oh, yeah. crazy introduction? Yeah. Uh, he's got all the. <laughs> All the things. Where He's he, the collector. Where he looks like a Bowie album cover from like '68. Yeah, you know? he he looks uh he looks like something. He's a star man. <laughs> and then we have a post post credits, which is just Jane eating breakfast, and then Thor comes back, and then there's smooches, yeah. and then we get to see the monster from before jumping around Tony trying Abbott. to eat birds. Yeah. Tony Abbott <laughs> eating birds. Yeah, as he does. Yes. Uh, or is it David Cameron? I don't that remember. Was the, no, that was the other one. That was the, that's, 
That's yeah. the end of the dark world. Yes, that, and that was the end of the dark world. notes odin notes odin notes all right um so this movie was greenlit before the first thor movie pretty much even ended it was like still in the theaters this movie was greenlit um the original thor did fairly well and i don't think there was any kind of surprise no in terms of at least because these movies seem to be predicated on their box office yeah. Not necessarily on the artistic merit no, of it. Uh, not on their quality. No. Because uh, Kenneth Branagh, when he was told that there was going to be a sequel, was like, uh, no one told me. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they didn't for good reasons because he was replaced he as director. He was replaced with Alan Taylor. Yeah. Well, no. Actually, he was not replaced with Alan Taylor. He was first replaced with Brian Kirk. Oh, I didn't who know that. directed, you know, a bunch of HBO stuff. He did mm -hmm. a couple episodes of Game of Thrones. The first few episodes of Game of Thrones, actually, okay. I think. Uh, but then Brian Kirk uh, left the project. That was in early pre-production. And it went to Patty Jenkins, the director of Monster. Oh. Yeah, and uh, she also did um, the pilot episodes of AMC's The Killing. You like that show, right? Nah. No. I, I started it. I, yeah, I, I remember you I, talking I fell about it. Off yeah. and, 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 and then it ended and it wasn't a big deal. But she left. Uh, I, it seemed like it, I, it, it seemed weird when I was reading up on it. It, it was almost uh, it sounded mutual. But at the same time, there was probably something going on, like some sort of artistic argument going on sure. about it. Um, but then they brought in Alan Taylor, who also directed a bunch of Game of Thrones episodes. He was he's an yeah, HBO. Yeah, he had mostly done TV at that point. I yeah. mean, this was definitely his biggest until now. His latest is the Terminator. Genies. Gene Size. Genies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also starring Game of Thrones actress. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This one. Uh, he. He had, he's more he's just like an HBO guy. He's did, he yeah. did Deadwood, he did mm -hmm. Carnival, he did Sopranos. He's done like a bunch of that stuff. So they brought him in there. I'm not really quite sure what they saw in that. I think they just wanted some Game of Thrones. Well, it's interesting that they kept going back to Game of Thrones people because this really does not have a Game of Thrones look and feel. I could see them maybe initially wanting that. Yeah. But that clearly was not their main inspiration. I mean, no. they, they, they definitely went more for like a like a glossy um, Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, a Peter Jackson inspired fantasy yeah. uh, setting as opposed to something more gritty and and um and icy you know that they could have gone with that sort of cold like asgard being like more norse mythology looking yeah. you know they they could have gone with that maybe it, that was the original idea it could very well be i mean you 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 have that and you have like a lot of political intrigue again which is kind of i think what they wanted to do with with brana and the first one was they wanted to make it more shakespearean mm -hmm. and then game of thrones happened and they're like hey this is popular. Yeah, let's do this instead. Let's do this. Get a guy get his head cut off. First season. <laughs> Lights a cigar with a $100 bill. <laughs> it's, it's 
Not sure who. I'm just picturing like a fat version of the Monopoly guy. <laughs> he throws throws Alan Taylor a sack that has a money do- a dollar sign on it. <laughs> Go make a Thor. <laughs> make a Thor. We need a Thor before we can do another movie. Uh, Get that yeah. out of the way. Uh, yeah, and pretty much everyone was like signed back on, which involved 300 people apparently. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, except for the guy who was replaced by Chuck. Uh, <laughs> Blonde Chuck. Blonde Chuck. Well, Chuck, as I I think I said in the original one, Chuck was supposed to be in the... What's his real name? Mike, Zachary Levi. Zach, Zachary Levi was supposed <laughs> to be in the first Thor movie, but because of issues with Chuck, he could not do it. And the guy who ended up replacing him, which I can't, I don't have his name in my notes, he's on your wife's favorite show, Once Upon a Time. Uh, and so he wasn't able to come back for the second yes. movie because of commitments for Once Upon a Time. Uh, you know, and... Aside from the other big casting, Chris O'Dowd is in this movie, who's one of my favorite comedic actors. Two scenes. Two scenes wasted. Yeah. And that's why I always say, like, in Marvel movies, like, you're not supposed to... He's that character in the Marvel Universe now. He can't play any other character in the Marvel Universe, which is the biggest waste of all time of one of my favorite actors out there. Yeah. Next to Luther. I think think Idris Elba in this movie is the biggest waste of talent of all time. I agree. Yeah. Um... It, but there's also the big casting of Eccleston as as male kid. Now is that big casting? Well, hold on a second. <laughs> I I, t- I took this off of an interview. Uh, Eccleston. Yeah. My microphone just fell. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Eccleston said. <laughs> We're so professional. About male Kit's motivation, there's a kind of tragic quality in his quest because he lost his wife, he lost his children, he lost everything, and he returns for revenge, and the agent of his revenge is the ether. If he gets a hold of that, he is omnipotent. What I thought about a great deal was revenge. There's a huge amount of revenge. When uh, when you seek revenge, be sure to dig two graves. I did a film called Revenger's Tragedy where I played a guy called Vin, Vin Dici from a word vindictive, and he is a distillation of revenge. So in a way... That was what I had to think of. How revenge can make you absolutely monomaniacal. Where did that come across in this movie? <laughs> Not at all. I didn't know any of, of that, that. Yeah. whatsoever. This was just the most generic. I'll I'll st- I'll steal. I, I don't remember who to give credit to, but it, it was a comment that I had read from from one of the writers that I that I follow. I was looking at their sort of tossed off kind of review of this movie, <laughs> and they said uh, it was it was definitely not a positive review. And they said that the, the the biggest problem was how generic, or one of the big problems was how generic the villains were. And he, he said, uh, "Snidely Whiplash." is a much more complex character by comparison. Oh, absolutely. This was just like as generic bad guy. He was just like mm, scowling, speaking a foreign language. I want to destroy the universe because that would be, that's what I'm going to do. There's no questioning why he would do that. It's, it's, Malekith is like the engineer of the Marvel villain world where he, they're like, you know, when you always like think about like an evil scientist, he's like, I want to destroy the world. Yeah. You know, it's like I've uh, an evil engineer is like, I've built a death ray. And they're like, why? He's like, because it's a death ray. <laughs> it's, it's, I, just, I built it because. Because I, I, cause I could build, build it. Because <laughs> I could build it. That's like male kit. It's like he wants to destroy the world. Why? Be- because he can. Because I have this thingy. You have a plan. I have this sparkly goo yeah the sparkly goo gives me the powers to destroy the universe again for reasons yeah um the one of the people who was who's probably going to be cast as male they didn't really say who he's going to be cast with was mads mickelson was actually up for the role Ah. which would have been pretty cool um 
male kid in the comics is kind of like this crazy dude. Like he's always like, like he's always kind of drawn with like crazy scraggly hair and like a weird maniacal grin and stuff like that. I really don't see Eccleston or Mads Mikkelsen doing that, so mm. I thought that was kind of weird. But well, the vision the vision that they had apparently for this movie was to give him no expression whatsoever, no or no dialogue. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to like emote when you're speaking like weird dark elf language. Yeah, just gibberish. Yeah, yeah. It's right. It wasn't a real language. It's no, just he could gibberish. He could he could have been like what's her face from Children of a Lesser God, sign language woman who won the best actress. Award. Uh, yeah, you know Mal- Molly. Uh, uh, whatever her name was. But she could have been making up that sign language the entire time. I didn't know. <laughs> Not she would best actress. I could have won that for making up sign language. You could have just made up the dark elf language like, and then it would have been like, oh, crap. <laughs> Andy Kaufman on taxi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Should have got Andy Kaufman in this. Oh, wait. Or is he? No, he died apparently. Oh, well. But maybe he didn't. No, he's dead. Oh. Um, what? What? Oh, um, yeah. But Mickelson got caught up with Hannibal, and he couldn't do that. Which I'm glad he did Hannibal instead, because the first two seasons of Hannibal were really good. The third season, not so much. But I really liked the first two seasons of that show. I just think Matt Mickelson is actually a really great, an underused like genre actor. I think. Yeah. I think he's he's gonna go big places. They could put him in a better role in the Marvel universe somewhere. But that's pretty much all I got on production notes. Um, oh, um, also, um, some of the scenes that were written for this for this movie were actually rewritten by uh, Joss Whedon. They like flew Joss Whedon in to like rewrite on the on the fly a couple of the scenes because they just weren't working. Hmm. Uh, they didn't say specifically what scenes they were. Uh, I know Idris Elba went on record saying that. The production on this movie was pretty hellish because of all the constant rewrites and re- reshoots and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Which is really funny because Idris Elba saying that even though he's only in the movie for like 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure wearing that big helmet was not good for his neck. Right, so how'd you how'd you feel about this movie? Um, compared to the just kind of anger I felt at how <laughs> botched Thor was, uh, this was not that bad. I, it's I, it's an improvement, I think, over the first Thor. I know a lot of people who disagree, and a lot of people think that this may be actually the worst. This, this one and, and Iron Man 2 often get talked about as being the worst of the Marvel movies so yeah. far. I still definitely think the original Thor is the worst of the Marvel movies so far, and that includes that 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 Hulk that we watched, not the <laughs> Ang Lee Hulk, the, uh, the other Hulk. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought it was... Fine. I mean, we talked a bit during the the recap of kind of the big things that just didn't yeah. make any sense. There was a lot of just you had to just go with it. Yeah, I I think, and that's like my biggest problem was was it was just like this happens because 
Yeah. There was no reason why it happens. Nothing was organic in that movie. Nothing, like, happened for, like, specific reasons. Well, it was all, yeah, it was all just convenient to the yeah, plot. It just, was just, exactly. right, this this weapon is the most powerful weapon in the universe because we said so. Yeah. And then when the bad guy actually gets it and you think he can just wipe out the entire universe with it, it's just, I don't know, just lightning bolts. It's It, it could have been anything. I felt like they had more powerful weapons, like earlier before that even happened well and that's like and there's this movie i think a part of this movie is once again it's the problem with thor is the direction like the like alan taylor fine director but i sometimes i was watching this and i was going like this was the best take they had (laughs) like it's not a bad take but there was like this take literally added nothing to the scene yeah like the only person, once again, who does anything in this movie worth watching is Hiddleston. Because mm-hmm. he's the only person who's actually acting in this movie yep. instead of just collecting a paycheck. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I, I, everything about the movie just felt like, the, because, this is why this is happening, because. Like, yeah. Stop asking questions. Well, and it's hard when you've got, you know, they, they can't figure out a way to... To actually give you all of this information. So it's just Odin has to just – he has two scenes of exposition. (laughs) One's the prologue and then the other one's when he's telling Jane and and Thor basically exactly what we saw in the prologue. We we already know. I don't know why he's telling us again, but he's telling them because they weren't there during the prologue. But uh, I don't know who the, he was. Okay. Ta- I don't know who he was telling during the prologue. He wasn't telling them. And but he was is, telling somebody. This is, this is the exact same thing. As and the I first... still didn't know what was going on. I heard it twice, and I still didn't know why. <laughs> why is... anything was anything. Think about the first movie. Remember how we said like the whole movie was cut out of order, and it was like all of that. Ex- yeah. All the background stuff should have been in midway through the movie instead of at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. This that's the exact same thing. That massive battle, the Lord of the Rings like opening prologue, where the you know yeah we're. They cut off Sauron's hand. That should have been where he does the second exposition. So we find out this mystery of the Dark Elves. Like, who are these people? Why are they after yeah. it? And then all of a sudden you get this really cool backstory right. with this big epic like, scene. My pappy fought him. And then yeah. we get to see the battle. And you're yeah. like, okay. And we get this to see them, cool. the power yeah. in action. And you're like, oh, that's a big deal. Instead of at the beginning where... Instead of an hour ago. Yeah. When, th- when, when Odin's talking about his dad. And you're like, I don't care about any of these people. <laughs> Why should I care that at some point... I'm going to go get a sandwich. <laughs> Why I'll come back when the movie starts. starts. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of this this Pixar-style cartoon at the beginning of this fucking movie. God dang it. It's like, why can't people just learn how to pace things correctly in these movies? Thor, oh my God. It's it, it's such like an obvious thing that it's like, well, some studio exec was like, uh, who's this, uh, who's this? Male kith guy. Why should I care about him? Well, we're going to find out later. No, I want to know now. (laughs) (laughs) It may very well have been that. Oh, God. It's driving me absolutely up the wall watching this movie. Yeah. I mean, there, there's 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 problems. There's definitely problems. I still feel that it was an improvement on Thor for, if for no other reason than the fact that I think it reigned in its characters. Yes, very much so. Um, I, there were still too many, but at least reined them in, and it, and it managed to use each of them in a way that that made a bit of sense. So it, so it gave them a little bit more of a purpose than, except for the intern, um, <laughs> totally unnecessary. Um, 
than, than there was in the first movie. It, it was yeah. also funnier than the first movie. Oh, absolutely. It was a lot less hollow than the first movie. And I think they, I actually think that they made better use of location in this movie. Like the, it felt you less. You liked Greenwich better that, than, than Nowheresville, <laughs> New, uh, New Mexico well, it or didn't, whatever it was? It felt like it didn't feel like a studio set, first of all. Like even yeah. the, the as even the Asgard stuff was done pretty well, I think in this movie. It looked a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it, it didn't looked f- like Rivendell, but it looked, yeah. it looked better. I mean, they made better use of it. It wasn't just like shot of Asgard room. It was actually right. like they used right. the like we got they were, to see the during the aerial the mountains sort of battles, and, you know, all see, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was like bridges and like all this crazy stuff going on there, and mm-hmm. they would, still no traffic. Yes, I don't know why there's bridges. There's never any traffic. There's no one's <laughs> driving around anywhere. Why are we the only ones who drive around? I don't get it. <laughs> Use like a Jetsons car. Is that what? You're like, <laughs> what do you want to see? I was around? waiting for that. Something like that. We did get to see a little bit of the. the there was sort of a boat. There was, there was a, a boat. There was an airboat. <laughs> there, there was, and the uh, and I think like even the stuff at the beginning when they were on uh, when they were in Vanaheim going to see the Vitey Vux. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> I think even that stuff was done pretty well. It was it, but yes, they were in like generic forest. I don't know where they filmed that. Probably in a Anaheim, back lot somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, know. no, it looked like an actual forest they filmed yeah. in, but it, it looked like an episode of like Hercules: The Legendary yeah. Journeys, yeah. where it's like Kevin Sorbo comes up and punches yeah. like the CG monster, while Eolus makes a wisecrack in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I still think a lot of the characters though were were underused in this movie. I mean, uh, I really, I'll get into this a little bit in the next segment a little more, but I, I just, I was like. Why, why was there an intern? What, why, yeah. what no, was the I'd, point of that? A lot of that stuff. I mean, yeah, it would have made more sense to have fewer characters with the same amount of scenes, and then you would have had more of an opportunity to, to spend some time with those characters, and they'd yeah. feel less like... I don't know NPCs in the in the the world's dumbest <laughs> RPG. Yeah, I mean, like, why did Eric need to come back in this movie? He literally added nothing to this point except to say that the convergence was happening in Greenwich. Which obviously, if any other character could have made that same exact leap, like Stan but Lee in the Mental Institute, he built the 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 ski poles. <laughs> he <laughs> built the magic ski poles. Why why couldn't Darcy have done that? Give Darcy something useful to do instead of being on her phone the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Well, she needed to do that and then kiss the intern. Yeah. Oh god. There was a lot of smooching. I, I a lot oh. of smooches in this movie. Yeah. I mean, and but breakfast. You, oh, breakfast in this movie. <laughs> you want some kippers? It made me hungry. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Kippers for breakfast, man. <laughs> this movie needed to be more British. That was the thing. <laughs> there you go. Need to be an episode of Upstairs, Downstairs, Downton Abbey. <laughs> That's what we needed. We needed Downton Abbey, Thor. Ah. Yeah. Just the servants of Asgard. Yes. We get to see their, their, their goings-on. It's like Odin walking Someone's ringing the, the custard yeah. bell. Someone's ringing the custard bell. It's a reference to another period, which is a great show. Oh, Actually, that is a pretty good it's show. It's very yeah. funny.
All right, let's talk genre. Um, you know, we talked about how Iron Man 3, that movie was a buddy cop movie. I feel like Thor, colon, The Dark World is supposed to be fantasy. Like, I yeah, think that's fantasy what the... epic. That's, yeah. again, Lord of the Rings to be. Very Lord of the Rings. Does it succeed in doing that? Well, you know, it's kind of funny that you know, we we both came to the same you know the same obvious realization that you know it was a big Lord of the Rings inspired with the prologue. We have to see the big battle and the monsters and stuff like that, and we get to see a little bit of that again. Um, after Lord of the Rings, I felt like that was done so much. I mean, done to death, like the siege with the the the, yeah. the seemingly endless army of of bad guys. You yeah. know, it was just faceless horde all of bad guys. All of those movies, you know, I, I'm just. Everything post, just to the point where, like, it was in, like, Maleficent had, like, a scene like that. And you were like, what in God's name is this doing in this movie? And I feel like there, it was just, it was just done to death. Like, you can't, you can't wow anyone with that scene anymore. And then to to have it even end in, you know, the, 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 to come back constantly in The Hobbit, where it's, it's just, you have to see it again. That was just like a watered down version of what you saw in, in Lord of the Rings. It was very, very cool. So, I think just doing that doesn't necessarily make it a fantasy epic anymore. No. I mean, well, and that's the thing with fantasy epic is fantasy epic. You know, there there was so many good close parts where they really tried to get where they almost hit fantasy. Um, I think the the boat scene, the flying boat scene at mm-hmm. the end when they steal the ship yeah. was pretty good because you know they they get all the guys together like we're gonna go do this yeah you know and there's there's banter and it's like it's a quest yes there was no quest in in the in the movie though there was no. no this is what we need to do the third act wasn't really distinct from the second act it just kind of was we're gonna go and do this oh oh wait oh he got away oh we gotta go get him yeah. oh we'll fight him over here instead yeah <laughs> I think and and this. I, I think it doesn't quite hit the fantasy that it needed to. I think it started off close, especially the stuff in Vanaheim. Uh, that that was pretty good. That was you know where you're, you're fighting the monsters. You know, yeah. you got your dudes. But I, that was like a three minute scene. I know too. I mean, but, yeah. <laughs> it didn't really add much to the movie. I think though that um, this movie, and I told you this when I gave you the movie, should have been a romantic comedy. I think that this movie had a lot more of the hallmarks of a romantic comedy than of a fantasy movie. It's just that they never really explored the romantic comedy. First of all, you have like a love triangle kind of between Thor, Lady Sif, and Jane. Yeah, very underexplored. Other than like a glower. Yeah. There wasn't much to that at all. That would have made a lot of sense. And that would have been great to have in Mm -hmm. there because you have not only Thor, but you have Jane who's this norm, this mortal woman who has all the trappings of, you know, the romantic comedy and Lady Sif who's this warrior woman who still wants to be with Thor, you know? Right. And it, and their relationship seems much more familial, which mm-hmm. is more, you know, 16 candles-ish where it's like the guy doesn't really realize that the girl's into her, into him. And, right, right, right. Yeah. And then and it comes to its logical conclusion where, you know, he decides he's going to, you know, he's got this, uh, oh, I can't be with you. It would make more sense to be with Lady Sif because then she can stay there. I, you know, yeah. we're in the same world and blah, blah, blah. But then, of course, he says ultimately that he can't do that. He has to go with me with I, follow his heart. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I I think that they could have done like a lot more. It could have been a romantic comedy with flying boats. I, it could have. I think, <laughs> and I think, and honestly, here's the part that I think that they this is where they missed out is that you have all the things that are gonna make a woman want to see this movie. You have Tom Hiddleston. 
Sure. Who a lot of women love. Like, there's two types. And the ones who, I was going to say, the ones who don't like Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> you have that. You have that, that icon, that, both the eye candies right there. It's, I always laugh because my, my wife's like a guy, a, a woman who would like Chris Hemsworth. She's not a Tom Hiddleston fan, but she uh, has friends who are very Tom Hiddleston, you know, sure. fangirls. You know, cumber bitches is the like they call. <laughs> um, who's going to be in Doctor Strange? But they have, but that's like I, they missed out so much by they could have made this a romantic comedy. They could have, and the comedy parts were there. They just needed to explore them. Just imagine having the first romantic comedy that's also an action movie. Hmm. Like they could have had those elements in there to also bring in the men. It's four weddings and the funeral, but with Vikings. Yeah. You know that would have been great. Mm. I don't know. I, that's just my feelings on it. I was like, that, they I think that really... makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think I think having this as a fantasy would have made sense if they, or does make sense. It just, yeah, I don't know that. I think they just thought that they were hitting the right notes in the right order, and as long as they did those, it's like, yay, it's a fantasy. We have huh. a place that looks like Lord of the Rings, and we have a big Lord of the Rings battle, and we have a, a, a an evil force, and we have elves. Yeah. And it's like, I don't... We have Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that all of those things add up to a successful... Yeah. No, you're... Anything. No, and and that's exactly it. They all it added up was to four hundred million dollars made at the box office international. <laughs> uh. So um, let's let's talk our fantasy casting. Yeah. Speaking okay. of fantasies, which I forgot to do until I actually got here, so mine might be a little rushed, but I still think that uh, uh, given our our nineties, yeah, all the adventure, all the, all the Marvel Phase Two movies are taking place in the nineties. If you remember from Iron Man Three, yeah. So you have. Yeah, uh, Iron Man 3. What was our Iron Man 3 casting really quickly? I know it was... Uh, oh, God. I, we both agreed with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I went Cruise and Kidman. I don't know who you were. Cruise and with. Kidman. I don't remember. Um, and I think I went... I didn't write it down. I think I went... Did I go John Cusack with Adrian Killett? Uh, Adrian? I think I went John Cusack. Maybe. And... Uh, sure. Oh, and uh, Curtis Armstrong was my... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to write him down because I want to make sure that we don't reuse anybody, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that I didn't reuse anybody here all right but so if i did i apologize so this is our 90 our thor from like let's say 94 93 yeah. um who'd you put for your thor brad pitt brad pitt really 93 yeah, yeah. Well, legends of the fall legend of the fall he hasn't yeah. done meet joe black yet no legends of fall and uh interview with a vampire interview with a so, vampire I mean, he's he's yeah. getting there he may or may not have been able to grow a beard yet but you know i went swayze Ooh. point wow. break Wow. Just at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Who'd you do for your for your Jane? For Jane, I I jo- half jokingly said Andy McDowell when we were when we were getting ready to record, but I uh, I ultimately decided to go with uh, Winona Ryder. Wow, that's a good pick. The Natalie Portman of the nineties. The Natalie Portman of the nineties. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I want Monica Potter. Monica Potter, who's that? She's like. Do she, I know her? You would know her if you saw her. Um, she was in like Along Came a Spider and Kissed the Girl. She did a lot of those. Like, oh, she's in Parenthood now, or well, that ended. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yes, but yeah, she yes, was. Yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just had a hard time finding like a '90s actress that I wanted wanted to use for that part. So I, that's yeah, because Jane is so like. Thor, where were you this entire time? <laughs> who'd you who'd you do as your is your Loki? As my Loki, and this one I'm 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 up in the air about. I wrote this down again half as a joke, um, but I was trying to think of who's Hiddlestony enough yeah. um, from the '90s, and I I thought uh, I immediately thought of Hugh Grant. That's that's a good one. It's better than mine. Um, you're 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 two on me on this one. Uh, I went with Kevin Bacon. Okay. Yeah, you you said you you definitely went pretty American. I went American centric. on it. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I, I yeah. I I think Hugh Grant is a is a really good pick for him though. He's got that charm like oh, 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 <laughs> going on there. I mean, he is technically the Tom Hiddleston of the 1990s. I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, pre sleeping with uh, picking up a transvestite. <laughs> yeah, this was uh well, this was four weddings and a funeral. He would yeah. have had that year. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then the um <laughs> which Wait, who was he dating at that time? What's her? Uh, oh God, uh, the one I'm, from Austin I'm Powers. I'm never good at Austin. At... The one from Austin Powers. Oh, uh, um, hi, uh, <sighs> um, oh my God, why, uh, why can't I get her name out? H yeah. with an H. What, what am I? Hurley, Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Thank you. I, was, yeah. I had the H I mean, at the first name, and it was I just typed, me off. I typed an A U on IMDb, and I was like, Liz Hurley. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> just it, like weird shock game. But yeah, I think he actually bit the bullet. I know uh, he actually uh, did pretty well by sleeping with a transsexual and dumping Liz Hurley at that point. <laughs> I mean, in the long run, I think wow, he ended wow. up on top. Uh, who who'd you do for your Odin? I'm not recasting Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. It's not going to happen. You know who I did? I wouldn't do it in the first Thor recasting we did. I'm not doing it in this one. You know who I did? Who? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. a few. That's like few good men right there. Just imagine a few good men, Jack Nicholson, as Odin. You see, Thor. <laughs> One of my sons wants to be the king, the other one doesn't. <laughs> Jeez. Actually, Christian Slater. I'm going to put Christian Slater <laughs> as my Loki against Jack Nicholson as my Odin so I can have a Nicholson off. All right. Yeah. Just two people doing Jack Nicholson against each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with this. Yes. Uh, what about male kith? Did you put a male kith? Oh, I did. I forgot to do that. Uh, I, I thought it would be really funny because I saw the picture. Um, I went with Woody Harrelson. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, he did Natural Born Killers that year, and I saw the picture of him kind of bald and a little yeah. angular, and I thought, oh, just make him blue. And I, then he set. I had I had two, and I, I went with this. I went with Lance Henriksen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did similar features. Yeah. The other one was, was Robert Patrick. <laughs> Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, either one of them I think could have played yeah. it, you know. There's a lot of those I feel like to choose from. That that, that seemed like a popular type. Yeah, like that really while. skinny like like yeah, evil guy. Yeah, and yeah. who who would you do for director? Oh, I didn't even think about it. Shoot. Who did you do? Um, I had a choice. 
uh, I ended up because I'm saving it in my back pocket for another one. I I was originally thinking Catherine Bigelow, but I might use her for another movie. So I went with Michael Bay. I went for Michael Bay, Thor, The Dark World. That's what I went with. Wow. Yeah. Directing? Explosions. Ever. I mean, he was like yeah. on top of his game in the 90s. Like as much as we give Michael well, Bay. The Rock. Yeah. The Rock. The Rock would have been there. Con Air. Bad didn't Boys. Con Air. I know. But no, he, Michael Bay directed Con Air, didn't he? No. No. I was literally my brother and I were literally having this conversation last <laughs> night, totally unrelated, um, <laughs> because we couldn't remember Roland Emmerich directing Independence Day. Oh, yeah. and and I was like, oh yeah, the other Michael Bay, and I couldn't <laughs> quite. Uh, God, I don't know who would be a good. Ugh, you could ugh. do Catherine Bigelow. That's my. That was the one that I I chose that I would that I skipped. Who did I have direct Iron Man? In the '90s, I feel like it was. Was it? Was it uh, the guy who did? Uh, wasn't. Um, was it? The, was it Tony Scott? Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. God, I gotta write these down so I don't reuse anybody. <laughs> Let's um, see. He did Bad Boys, The Rock, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys Two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, those was, those were some great action movies. I... Sheesh. Yeah. Let's say I'm gonna I want to pull one out of my butt here. Um, 90s directors. Oh my God, no, that would be that wouldn't be the right kind of movie. I was I I I just pulled up Neil Jordan and I was like, no, I'm gonna say no to that. Why don't you just do Mike Newell if you keep with the Four Weddings and the Funeral? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, he it's a it's a British movie. He could have been a romantic. He would have done a great romantic comedy. Thor. That's very true. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Mike Newell. <laughs> don't I, I don't I don't have it. So. Let's... So what what grade are you gonna give Thor? In our in our in our school grading system, what are you gonna give Thor the colon the dark world? Um I am going to give it a I'm gonna give it a C minus. You're gonna give it a C minus? Mm-hmm. That's exact the same grade I was gonna give it a C minus. Uh it's it's a good effort, but it's just so it's forgettable of a movie. I think me and you went to go see this movie in the theater. We did. And I think you hadn't even seen the first Thor at the time. Uh, I don't remember. I don't. I may not have. I may have just seen it. But yeah, it's possible I had. The only and the only reason why I rushed to go see this movie in the theater was because I was currently started watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they were like, the offense of Thor the Dark World are going to be shown in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So don't miss it or you're going to be out of the loop. And then I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it was just basically them cleaning up Greenwich. So it's like, yeah. oh, well, this was. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really great. Yeah, this is fantastic. All right. So, I mean, the, the final thoughts on it? Just not as bad as I, uh, as the first one. Um, 
still not great, but you know what? It's it's they can't all be winners. Yeah, exactly. And especially when Thor is involved. This is the few one of the few times that I kind of like complete with completely agree with you about undeserved sequels. The first Thor did not deserve a sequel. This movie did not add anything to the Thor mythology, so to speak. It really didn't need to be made. It's fine that it was made and it's a decent movie, but you know, it's like there's no real point to it. I don't know. Right, go to planetarbitrary.com for all your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at planetarbitrary. You can follow Kevin at at K White says. Like the Facebook page backslash planet arbitrary. Uh, you can also like our sister podcast. We got Play On. We also have Game Classy, which is all about tabletop board gaming. Uh, we also have a subreddit, our Game Classy. We did not go on the blackout, so there you go there <laughs> uh, as the mod of that subreddit. Um, you know what? I brought it up earlier. I'm gonna say Roland Emmerich. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna le- we're gonna go with that. We're gonna we're gonna jump. I believe he was doing In 90- Independence Day. He was getting ready to. He was probably Independence working Day on didn't Independence come out Day. That was 97, 97. 97. I think it was 97 or 98. Mm, I'm gonna say 96. I don't know for a fact. You know what I he dr- had I- out. You know what he had out that year was um, uh, 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 shoot was um, uh, Stargate. Stargate movie. Yes, Star- was in '94. Yes, it was. You are, you are absolutely So let's say, in, well, it would be sad Independence if instead Day was of Stargate. Yeah. Let's say if instead of Stargate, he made this movie. That's a little sad, but. I like Stargate. He'd work at it. No, no. That's yeah. I said it would be sad if we didn't have Stargate or if somebody else directed it. James but. Spader would be a good Loki, I think. There you go. Yeah. See? I wonder if we could use him in any other Marvel movie in the future. <laughs> oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Roland Emmerich, that's a good pick. Except Big Ben would have gotten blown up by the ether. It would have been like a laser coming from the heavens. Yeah. That actually would have been pretty cool to see. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like the subreddit. Uh, The best thing you could do to help out the podcast is go to iTunes. I believe we're under the Game game Classy, under the Planet Arbitrary podcast feed. Uh, Like, like, comment, and subscribe there. You could also listen to us on the YouTubes. We're under the Game Classy page there. So we're over a lot of different things, but... Uh, so, Kevin, until next week's, or the next one we watch, which is Captain America 2. Winter Soldier! The Winter Soldier! Yay! So, until next time. Uh, Odin sleep. Come, Mick. Oh, like it.